Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Back on the panel, let's restore some order here. Talking Yanks, Mets for the first hour. Mets in a little bit of trouble to start the year. Some adversity early on. Something they didn't deal with at all last year. We're going to find out what Buck Showalter's crew is made of nice and early. And the Yankees, you know, rolling right along. Take uh, four of the first six games. Two of three from San Francisco. Two of three from Philadelphia. Now we'll head to Baltimore for a three-game set starting on Friday after the postponement. Of today, of course, the Mets postponed as well. Their home opener will now be tomorrow, uh, you know, Friday at one ten, uh, as well. Jim is calling from Morris Plains. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, Sally, baby. How are you today? Good, Jim. How's it going? Not bad, not bad. So, I, if you don't mind, quick rapid some some rapid fire points here about the uh, Yanks, uh, Rangers, and Knicks. So I think, uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, I gave Boone, I don't know if you remember, I gave Boone a hard time. I still don't like him, but I think so far so good. Same thing with Garrett Cole, so I got to take some eggs there. I mean, this Yankees team is going to win the title this year. You know, with Judge going to hit 70 70 bombs, you got Giancarlo going to hit a ton of homers, and uh, Glaber looks like the MVP so far, so... What I mean, what title is, are they? It, what title are they going to win? The AL East? You're talking about? No, the World Series. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean this team is stacked. You know, just hopefully the hopefully the bullpen can hold up. You know, uh, Holmes could be a little shaky. He looked good uh, yesterday with the three strikeouts, but you know that's yeah. my only worry right now. It's just the, the oh, back end. You're not, end of the you're not worried about you know, Frenchy Cordero or Aaron Hicks or IKF. You know, or Donaldson, you're not worried about any of those guys, or Volpe even? Yeah, I mean, by, by midseason, Donaldson, Donaldson's dead. Like, he's hurt already, mm-hmm. so he's good riddance. Uh, they'll they'll cut uh, Hixie, mm-hmm. and then they'll bring up the young kids. Like like I said last night, I hope they'll bring up Dominguez, like maybe September call-up or hopefully after the break. Um, but then they'll bring up Peraza as well. So we got we got some guys coming up, and – and I, I don't think Cashman's afraid to make a deal at the deadline to, to bolster this team. No, he's not, and they will get better. I agree with that. There are plenty of moves to be made for the Yankees, and they will make them. But right now, I don't see this team as a World Series winning team. Oh, come That's on. They, they're going to get Rodon. Cole has been – and I, I gave Cole – like, he gave up so many bad home runs uh, last year, um, you know, too many home runs, and it looks like so far this year he's going to win the Cy Young. I mean, the guy's just been 
unhittable so far this year. So, well, I mean, it's, it's been uh, two I mean, games. I mean, you're right. Glaber's going to win the MVP and Cole would win the Cy Young. The problem <laughs> is there's uh, about 155 games to go. I, I, I know. It's a long season. It's a marathon, but we'll see. Moving on, I think the Knicks have a chance to uh, to to do some damage this year in uh, in the postseason. Hopefully they can get past the Cavs. I mean, I the young kids played amazing last night. I've never seen Obi play that well. Quickly, he's just been doing it all season. And, you know, these guys and then the Rangers, hopefully, you know, Shesterkin's back to playing the way he's been playing last year. So I think we got – Three three championships this year between the Knicks, the Rangers, and the Yankees. I mean, New York's going to be looking good this year. I mean, the yeah, Mets are just right. I mean, why not? No, why? Not? And then obviously the Jets will win the Super Bowl as well. So you could just yeah, count four. I agree. Them. We're yeah. going to get Rod. Yeah, we're going to get Rod. Right. Maybe a clean sweep for New York sports this year. Right, and it would be more, except that you can't have multiple teams win. You know, I would say the Giants could win the Super Bowl too, but obviously only one team could win it. So there's only one there. Same thing potentially with the Nets or Devils or Islanders. And thanks for the call, Jim. You could just, I mean, title town USA right here in New York City because you definitely have at least three championships, probably four. Probably. Yankees, yes. Rangers, yes. I actually legitimately think the Rangers are going to win the Cup. Knicks, of course. I mean, that goes without saying. They'll win it for Willis. And Aaron Rodgers comes to the Jets. They'll win the Super Bowl. Title Town. Uh, all kidding aside, Rangers with a nice win last night at home against the Lightning. Game didn't mean anything. But don't tell the Rangers that. Feisty group, Lingram back. Rangers playing tough, physical, fighting all night long with Tampa Bay, kicking their butt 6 3. Shesterkin getting the job done. The offense getting the job done. Rangers are freaking loaded. That team is loaded. Not the Yankees. The Yankees are good. They're not loaded yet. Rangers are loaded. There's not a weak spot on the team. Loaded. Now, will that translate in the postseason? We're going to find out. And you mentioned the Knicks and their young guys. You know, another game that didn't mean anything, but... It is eye-opening to see what Quentin Grimes did, what Emmanuel quickly continues to do, what OB Toppin has now done a couple of games in a row. That's encouraging. I mean, all kidding aside, that is how you win championships, building a team. Now, again, I don't know if Obi's going to be able to do this consistently. I do think the other two will. But if the Knicks hit on Grimes and quickly... Those guys turn into potential all-star players. Now you're talking about a legitimate team here. You know, 36 points for Quentin Grimes. And he could defend. You know about quickly, he had 39. Obi Toppin, 5 of 12 from downtown. Are you kidding me? I never wanted to see Obi Toppin shoot a 3 again in my life. He's getting some playing time, and all of a sudden he's contributing. John is calling from Queens. What's up, John? Sal, how you doing? Thank you for taking my call. And by the way, ha- what's up, John? Yeah, okay. You know, I, I swear to God, I'm laying in bed. I'm listening to you three guys about five minutes ago. You guys are cracking me up. You guys should be on SNL on Saturday night. I mean, really, you guys. Have, I mean, wait till you reach 80 years old like me. What are you going to do when you reach 80 years old? Uh, John, you know, if, 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 
thank God if I reach 80. I highly doubt I'm going to get there, but if I reach 80, I mean, I'll be saying prayers to somebody. Sal, you got to chill out, man. Enjoy life. Enjoy your daughter. And you, you, only, you only get a chance once around in life, and, and believe me. Because once you retire, yeah, it's a great life. You don't have to answer to a boss anymore. You can do what you want. But, you know, sometimes it's better to keep busy than to just hang around, too. You know what I'm saying? You think so? Well, but, what are you doing to keep busy with yourself? Well, I, you know, I used to be a tractor-trailer driver. And, by the way, I know where Sesame Street is. It's, it's outside of eastern Pennsylvania, right across the... Uh, when you go to Phillipsburg, New Jersey, it's right. Yeah, I we we went last year during the summer, so I've been there before. But we stayed at my in-laws uh, in right. Jersey, so I have not done it. Uh, I'm just gonna put in. I want to see what it is on the uh, the old. Oh yeah, here it is. Uh, PA Sesame Place. Right, that's it. Two hours. Yeah, well, I don't. Know, I don't know where you live. I know when I used to live JFK. It would take me about two, with tractor trail, about two, about two hours, two and a half hours. Oh, yeah, that's right, because Philly's only like two and a half hours anyway. So, yeah, it's, and it's not too far from there. Yeah, about two hours and ten minutes, but that's right now with no traffic. We'd be leaving uh, probably right. with a little more traffic. All right, so that's not bad. But I do want to say something about the Mets. When that, when that drew, uh, what's his name, uh, uh, that pitcher was pitching to uh, Winkler. What's his name? On the Mets, I forget. I'm getting old. I forget the Drew, name. You're talking about Drew Smith or Adam Adovino? Yeah, 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 Drew Smith. I knew when he was talking to that guy, Winkler, I think his name was. I knew I was watching yeah. the game this afternoon. And I knew he was going yeah, to tie Jesse up. Yeah, Jesse Winker, that. yeah. I, I knew he was going to tie the score up. I could. I, I just knew it. I, I, I don't know why, but I knew he was going to he was going to get a hit. And double, because, you know, he had two guys on second and third. I just knew it was going to happen. But. I'll tell you the truth. I don't think the Mets are going to win as many games as they did last year, but they should make the playoffs, but I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I'm they, they, I, I know what you're saying, John, and thank you for the call and for the positivity. We appreciate it. Going strong at 80. One can only hope. The Mets will not win as many games as they did a year ago. I don't think anybody thought that that was going to be the case. I mean, winning 100 games, 101 games, very difficult to do. Now, the, Brave, the problem is the Braves might win more than that. But the Mets are not going to win 100 games. Look, all the – and this is not me being negative. I hate the – you know, last year I was too positive. I'm always too negative. The, the reality is once the Diaz injury happened, truth be told, I personally knew the season was over at that point. I just felt it in my gut, felt it in my heart. And that's why I was so angry with the WBC. And just in general with the whole situation, nobody's fault. It happens, but it continues to happen to the Mets. Once something like that, of that significance happens, it is very difficult to rebound and go win a championship. Now, I'm not saying that they can't. I personally just felt like that was that was a death blow to their season. Now, look, the Braves won the World Series when Ronald Acuna went down for the year. So, you know, it's but we, we've seen it before. You know, the Rams lose Trent Green before their Super Bowl year. Kurt Warner comes in to go win a Super Bowl. I mean, it, it happens. But it generally doesn't happen to the Mets. And while the Mets may not win the division, while the Mets may not win 100 games, they will make the postseason. They have to make the postseason. Because even as bad as they may be playing, it's still going to be better than the majority of teams in the National League. And once they get in, anything can happen. 
but I'm starting to have my doubts about Scherzer and Verlander. And without those two guys dominating, the Mets have no shot. Fran is calling from Montville, Connecticut. What's up, Fran? Hey, how are you? Listen. Uh, Hi, how are you, Fran? I'm hanging in there, man. Uh, I just wanted to mention that I really think that the Yankees and, and even the Mets are going to be okay. And uh, that's my first issue. I just wanted to mention it to you. You and I have talked before about both teams. Mm-hmm. But the other thing I wanted to mention to you, which is more important to me, and I think it should be more important to you, is this damn job you're on. Um, it doesn't seem to be, it's like what you want to do, but the conditions around it, you know, it's like walking in the rain. You know, you want you want to walk, but it's raining. You know, and, and you seem to be very dissatisfied with things around you. And, you know, I, I, I would think that, you know, you're taught in life, you know, you got a nice family and you, you're taught in life to to uh, do the things that you want to do. Don't do something that you're going to be unhappy with. You sound very unhappy. With, really? Yeah, with with uh, with a job, with, with your time, where you have to go things and do things with your family. Uh, your family's wonderful. I mean, uh, well, how do you know? There's you not met too many people that have a family like yours in that you have something to love and they love you. No, no, yeah. I know how it works, Fran. You have to you have to understand that some of the stuff that is said. I always say this: we exaggerate for effect. Uh, I, okay. Yeah, I'm not actually miserable uh, at home, and I do love my wife and love my daughter and all that. But it is a big difference from where, you know, I used to be as a, a single person, but I think it's funny sometimes to to bring out some exaggeration of some truth that might be taking place. But you, Well, you I mean, we all, you know, I mean, I have situations. Christ, I'm nearly 80 years old, and I have situations that I can't figure out what the— what's wrong and you should be able to figure out anything when you're 80 years old, (laughs) you know? So, but anyway, I just, you know, I get concerned about you. I listen to you every night Mm. and uh, you're so smart and so educated and so knowledgeable, uh, but yet I I listen to the negative part about, you know, getting up in the morning and you got to go here to dentist and everything else. I mean, I'm not going to lie, friend, and thank you for the call and for your concern. I appreciate it. Now, again, like I said, we exaggerate for effect for entertainment uh, entertainment purposes at times. I'm not going to lie. I'm not doing overnights my whole life. Simple as that. It's very, you're right. This is my dream job. I love doing it. It's why I accepted the job, but the hours are murder. It's just a fact, especially on top of you know, doing another job. I have the TV show that I love doing as well, Monday through Friday. So I love both jobs, which is why I continue to do them now for over a year. I've done the overnights for two years, and I've done, I mean, I've been at SNY for 13 years, but I've done the overnights basically full-time for two years, and I've done SNY, the early show, five days a week for a full year. So that's where the schedules become challenging. And you couple that with a wife and a newborn, because my daughter is going to be two. So that coincides with the start of this overnight schedule. It's been nonstop. I mean, I'd be lying to you if I said it was easy. Or always pleasant and always happy and everything's great and rosy. The reality is my wife hates that I'm never home. 
And I understand why. Because I am legitimately never home. So it's not complaining. I'm giving you the, the reality of the situation. Doesn't mean I want to get a divorce. Doesn't mean that I want to quit the job. I mean, none of that stuff. But the reality is, it's just not sustainable. So that's it. But I'm not, I'm, I'm very thankful and grateful and fortunate to be able to have these opportunities. And I don't take them lightly. I joke around about it, of course. But, I mean, I do love what I do. Which is why I keep doing it. For now. I'm not sure it's sustainable. But anyway, don't worry about me, friend. I'll be okay. You worry about you. And I appreciate you taking the time to listen, as you always do, and taking the time to call. The Bronx Bombers. It is hot. It is far. It is gone. The home of Yankees baseball is WFAN. Yankees win. The Yankees The Fan on 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. is the number to call whatever is on your mind on this Thursday. We mentioned, you know, obviously we started with the Mets and them getting swept away in Milwaukee. Touched on the Yankees. Also mentioned the Knicks and their youngsters getting the job done as they get set for the postseason starting next week. Rangers with a big win against the Lightning in a game that really didn't matter much as far as the points go or standings go. Uh, you know, they're pretty much going to be locked into that third spot, taking on the Devils, who will be, you know, the the two seed and have home ice. Uh, pretty much looking uh, at that being the case, but still an important game for the Rangers. It was a playoff-like atmosphere at the Garden. They go out there and beat up the Lightning, who eliminated them last year, and they did it physically as well. Bunch of fights, just a, a, a scrappy, uh, nasty, chippy game. That was a fun hockey game to watch, and the Rangers end up uh, beating the Lightning anyways, you know, 6-3. Um, good to see everything clicking at the world's most famous. Rangers been on fire. I mean, they have been on fire, and I really feel like a cup run is coming this time. Stewart is calling from Brooklyn. Stewart, how about your Yankees? Not bad. I still would like to see Donaldson not there. Hmm. And, uh, Sal, why are people asking you, about your personal life and what you like and what you don't like. What is, what's, what's with that? Oh, that well, I don't know. Be. I mean, I, I don't know if he was asking what I don't like or what yeah, I do now, like. Or... People should leave it to sports, talk, radio, and really. <laughs> exactly. If you don't have Riri, why bother calling? No, right. but it, or, it's or, my... Or, it's... or Tamiya or Cardi B. Yeah, I'm fine with that. You know how I roll. I'm fine with that. No, but I look. I I talk about the personal stuff, so it's fair game if somebody yeah, wants to call and talk that's about. That's not the point. It's not a place or a time to talk about one's personal life unless you see somebody and you can talk. Oh, by the way, did Mike mention what I said to him yesterday? Yes, he did. Nah, we're not talking about that on the air, are we? No, I don't. I don't think you want to bring that up. No. No, but yeah. that was the truth. I mean, I want to bring it up, but I, yeah, but I don't want to bring it up on the air for you. You know what I mean? Now, it goes back to that time in my life. Yeah. It does. It does. Right. And then we had well, this incident in 1974, which I just told you about. 
And there has been so much stuff that goes on around me that uh, sometimes I'll put up with it, and then there's just sometimes where I won't. And it's like uh, I have a, I have this, I had this gentleman. He was a, he was a, he's a detective in Homicide in Coney Island, and we were we talked and we talked, and but he had a he had a, a thing was about my age. And he kept okay. on saying to me, you're an old man. You're, I told him, I'm not already with the old man stuff. I said, I'm 70 years old. I'm proud to be here. I thank God I wake up every day. And then he kept on going. I said, stop it already. But he did not listen. And then mm-hmm. I lashed at him. I lashed out. Hmm. I mean, I let him have it. All four, all four, bow, four barrel carburetor blowing smoke. <laughs> In like a 1970 Dodge Challenger with a 426 Hemi engine with 2,000... Oh, are you a big car guy, Stuart? What? Are you a big car guy? Yeah, love the old cars. Oh, interesting. Love the old cars. My favorite... Go ahead. My favorite old car... uh, 1966 Corvette Stingray. Oh, okay. Nice vehicle. Yeah, maybe yeah. one day we'll talk about cars. You know, I just find it uh, odd, Stuart, that you call up saying you don't want to talk about personal stuff. I shouldn't be talking about personal yeah, but stuff. I just and wanted you... to explain to you some of the history that went behind what I said to Fleet. Well, I know that. But I'm saying you say I can't talk about personal stuff, and yeah, caller shouldn't, and then you call and talk about I'm personal not stuff. you shouldn't talk personal, but people shouldn't bring up your personal life on the radio. That's what right. I'm saying. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could just ignore it, but I, I don't want to be rude. You know what? They shouldn't do it. It's not their business. But yeah, let's get the Yankees. Why, why, like, we was, me and police were talking, they should bat the house at 7, 8, or 9, or maybe not at all. I mean, Who? his offense is pathetic, and Hicks is... Uh, Who did you say? Who, who did Donaldson. you say first? Oh, Donaldson, Donaldson. yeah. Yeah, he shouldn't be batting, he should be batting 7, 8, or 9. Well, I'd be curious to see what type of leash the Yankees give Donaldson here. Uh, Boone says he thinks JD's going to have a big year. You know, Cashman wants to believe in the guy that he traded for. I'd be curious to see how long they roll with Josh Donaldson, assuming Donaldson stays healthy. You know, he's banged up uh-huh. a little bit with the hamstring, so uh-huh. we'll see. Uh, to me, he's shot. He's washed. We'll he's find out. Before last year, agreed. All right, and uh, Aaron Hicks, um, please. Well, why is he here? Well, I mean, he didn't play yesterday. There's no need to pile. He's going to be gone. Aaron Hicks will be gone. He's got to be gone. And, but how um, about 45? How about 45 getting the job done? I'm impressed. And I, You're a guy. I hate to say that, but I'm impressed. He's proving me wrong. He is proving me wrong. Unless when somebody proves me wrong, I give him all those props. He deserves it. He's pitching well. And let's hope he keeps it up. And he's really showing that he's durable. He takes the ball every fifth day. And uh, he goes out there and gives everything he's got. Which is yeah, and you, you I, have one to... more thing. I'm glad. I am so happy Brian Cashman didn't listen to me about Gleyber Torres. Well, I mean, maybe Cashman didn't feel like there was a good enough offer, but the Yankees were shopping him. And you're right. Sometimes the best I'm trade they, is, I'm you know. I'm glad they didn't trade the, him. Yeah, I mean, sometimes really, the best trades are the ones you don't make. And thank you for the call, Stuart, and for all the insight, the personal stuff. Sometimes the best trades are the ones you don't end up making for whatever reason. Yankees have Glaber, and 
you know, he's off to a monster start to this year, reminding everybody what type of player he can be. Will he keep it up? Who the hell knows? But it's not like he hasn't had all-star seasons before. He has, 2018-2019. This could be another one. And if he has that type of year, coupled with LeMayu being healthy, Judge, Rizzo, Stanton, no, you, you got something there. Now, still the bottom of the order for the Yankees is not very Yankee-like. There's a significant drop-off. Volpe struggling, as we mentioned. You know, catcher spot, whatever. Trevino, I know he homered uh, yesterday. He could be okay. But the, you know, I mean, Bader back will help. They got to get Bader back, and that lengthens out the lineup. And the issue is Donaldson. Donaldson is a, he's a weak spot in that lineup. They need, the Yankees probably need one more player. A left fielder, preferably. You know, like Cashman said that they needed during the offseason. Val is calling from the Bronx. Good morning, Val. Good morning, sir. How you doing, sir, my man? How are you today, Val? I'm always good. You know me. I'm always good. Sal, I actually am happy that I'm calling tonight. I'm going to say one thing first because I, I'm I'm bad with dates, and I know unless it comes up again next week sometime, I'll probably forget. So an early happy birthday to young Lady Sal Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate that, Val. Because I, 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 pro, I, pro, I, I forget my birthday if it wasn't for the fact that somebody told me, yo, you know you're about to turn something, right? So. Yeah, But I just wanted, this is my moment to actually, because you have done this for me. So I mean, in the little time that we've been talking to each other over these airwaves, you've done this mm-hmm. so many times for me. So I want to be the one to say it for you right now. Sal, come back to me, baby. Are you really seriously worried about your team right now? I'm worried about you- certain parts of it. Sal, Sal, it's, it's one game below 500. You guys are about to, as a matter of fact, the Padres, they, I think they're at 500. Everybody we're looking at right now don't really, it's early, early, early still. Y'all going to win a couple of series. You might even sweep a few. By the time they come back off the road trip, all this stuff will be forgotten. Y'all will be I hope fine. so. You have Y'all to remember, though, Val, Val, how many times were the Mets under 500 a year ago? No, I hear you with that, but this is one game. It's three and four. They've played I know, but they played seven games they were so not. Far. But they were not under 500 at all last year. Honestly speaking, though, Sal, and I said this before, with the two teams that we have coming out of New York, you have to feel like this is this is like almost like one of them like Ali heavyweight fights when they start off early. People are feeling each other out and trying to see what they have, especially with your boy. And I meant to tell you that last week, he's done so much to up the game in New York. That that AC with the after Cohen. It's not just for the Mets, it's for everybody. But you got to know that if the, as he's watching what's going on, the minute he gets desperate and realizes he needed something or he needs something, something's going to happen. So it's not going to last long. As a matter of fact, I even heard talk that y'all might be bringing up Alvarez soon or something like that. They, they well, because clearly... Narvaez, Narvaez got uh, – there was an issue with his calf yesterday, so Alvarez is getting set just in case the Mets have to make a uh, call up there and, and make a move with Narvaez say... going to the I.L. I tell you one other thing that the most important thing, and I got another point for you about my Yanks, but I got one more with your Mets. The most important reason why I can have this come back to me, Sal Moly, is because y'all got Buck, baby. He's watching everything. You don't think he's scheming already on exactly what he needs to do to get exactly what he wants out of his squad? 
I, I would not be concerned right now. As a matter of fact, it's probably better that you get your adversity early and let him see some things and deal with them and get them out of the way. Well, I agree with that. This happens later on in the year. You know what I'm saying? See, I think that's I think that's an excellent point, Val. Because remember, last year they really didn't have any adversity until down the stretch when they got swept by the Braves and they couldn't recover from that. It was too late. That was that that was it. You good? You good? And just to get to my Yankees real quick, because I know you got other callers. I'm not even like that stuff. I told you this before. And I'm not trying to say like this because I had some friends and I had to watch them and say, yo, watch that. Don't even say that. I had some homeboys of mine that was actually upset that we didn't send Donaldson to the WBC because they were hoping that something would have happened. And you know what I mean? But I told you before, I told you, I said, it's either going to be injuries or it's going to be struggles that's going to press their hand and make them desperate to make something happen. You see, uh, Donaldson came out early today with the hamstring tightness or whatever it is like that. He's got to know that if he's not ready, they, that's something, that's a spot where they like, because him and Hicks have a short, I'm glad you said that to Stewart. Oh, and I got something else to say to Stewart also, but um, I'm glad you said that to Stewart. They have a short leash on them boys. And Aaron, he's talking stuff and actually saying, yo, why they don't play me? And then when they play you, you don't do anything. You just, you just like putting the rope around your own neck. Yeah, right it's now. over. So, yeah, it's 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 over but, for for Aaron Hicks. They, they they'll it, they'll release him at some point soon. It's happening. It's, it's gonna happen. And if I could just say one more thing, I love you, Stuart. And that's why I'm gonna say that this is a warning to Mia. Last time I checked, Grant Hill is a big dude. Tell him to calm down on all that to Mia love. The real was to me. To me, is dating huh? Grant Hill. I think they're married and have been for a very long time now. If they don't have like you know little seeds together and stuff like that, Grant Hill's a big boy. I know Stewart sounds like he's a tough guy, but I know he don't want no heat with Mister Hill. I would leave yeah. that alone. You can stay with the Riri talk, but leave to me alone, my man. Well, why? Why? Who's Riri married to? Isn't she married to uh, to somebody famous? Yeah, the but them boys ain't blowing smoke like that. Grant Hill is oh, a very serious dude. Oh, look at, look at you, Val, taking shots. And thank you for the call. And I'm sure Stewart appreciates the heads up. But Stewart, you know, he doesn't need any protection. He can handle his own. Stewart's a tough guy. Uh, I was not aware of that. I, I don't really even know who Tamia is, honestly, outside of the talk with Stewart. Anyway, there was a lot there with both the Mets uh, and the Yankees. And yeah, I mean, to answer the question, I'm mildly concerned. It's seven games in. These things can turn very quickly. After the first four, I was saying this team is good. After the last three, I'm thinking, uh-oh, this team may not be so good. My number one concern, because the offense is going to be what it is. Nimmo will hit, Marte will hit, Lindor, McNeil, Alonzo, they will all hit. And the Mets are going to eventually need a bat. That was always That's a given going in. We knew that that was going to be the case. My concern is the pitching. Where the hell is Verlander? They said the you know inflammation or whatever uh, has subdued or went down a little bit. Okay, good. So we should be able to see him soon? I won't hold my breath. Put it that way. And the bigger concern is Max Scherzer, who got absolutely battered by Milwaukee in his second start of the season. That can't happen. Now, Max is going to be scheduled. Let's see. One, two, three, four. He's going to face San Diego. No, I mean, that's going to be a big test for him. He's going to be at home against San Diego. Right, Fleeks? Did I do that right? Because he pitched Tuesday. So one, two, three, a Senga. 
for yeah. I mean, he'll face San Diego. That'll be a big test for him at home against that team, coming off of a brutal start, and with the memories of last year still fresh in Met fans' minds. That's going to be a big start for Scherzer. As a matter of fact, that may be the swing start to his year. Because if he has another bad one, you know, one bad one, okay, whatever. If he has another bad one, it's going to be a problem. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Mets, for the first time in 15 years, are champions of the National League. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Back on the fan, 877-337-6666. Going on 5 a.m. The warm-up show with Al and Jerry. Man, this week has really flown by. A week ago today, we're getting set for opening day. Here we are now talking about the Mets season being over. Uh, No, look, all kidding aside, I know we're overreacting slightly, but think about it. As we said earlier, the Mets didn't lose a series last year until mid-May. The Mets didn't get swept last year until September. Well, now it took till the second series of the year to lose a series and get swept. And they did it in fashion that was just, you know, uh, unacceptable is maybe not the right word in in this particular case. Disheartening, discouraging, alarming, 19-0 in the first two games, and then a lose on a walk-off home. All right, yesterday's game happens, but the first two cannot. And... When you have Max Scherzer getting hit the way that he did, that's cause for concern. No doubt the Yankees have the best pitcher in this town with Garrett Cole. We'll talk about Scherzer and Verlander and the hype of those two guys and who we'd take. Well, Garrett Cole is proving to be the best. Oh, and by the way, don't look now. Jacob deGrom had a successful outing yesterday as well to twist the knife a little bit to the Met fan early on this season. Not a nightmare start but not a very good start to the Mets year. Anthony's calling from Westchester. Good morning, Ant. How are you doing, Sal? How are you, Anthony? I'm a big fan. Uh, I'm the one that told you about Francesca making his comments about you. I think he's the most uh, guy that understands sports on on WFN history. What do you mean mean uh, his comments about me? Yeah, Yeah, I I know. I I said it great the first time, and then the second time it made it sound like you did a million shows before he said that. You never did a show before, and you were concerned about uh, so many different things. 
mm-hmm. about you, 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 if you say that right, what people are going to think or whatever. And he just he just was a big fan of yours. And look look, you're doing it now. You're showing your your uh, where you are. And I think uh, you know. So that, that's I just want to say that. I think thank you. I, I do say. It's weird you bring that up, Anthony, and I do well, remember you I, I mentioning it I don't know, Mike, time. but I know somebody knows, and that's how I know this. Well, well, oh, okay. So, well, let me just tell you something, because there was, I got to go back and find that I have it somewhere saved yeah. on DVD. For whatever reason, I was thinking about this the other day. Yeah. After the Mets got eliminated in 2006, okay, right. after Beltron, the, you know, the Andy Chavez, all that, Beltron Strike right. 3, that next day, Mike and Chris, you know, I was walking around the fan studios w- waiting to produce for Steve, Steve Summers that night. Mm-hmm. And I was wearing my Cliff Floyd jersey, my Mets hat, whatever, and obviously, obviously I was devastated. Mike and Chris, it was the first time they ever had me on the air in studio with them. And it was really great. I wish I could post it somewhere. Maybe I will. But it was like 10, 15 minutes for me. It was like, that. Yeah, well, I think it... I think it would be cool now to look back all these right, years later. Exactly. We're talking about almost 20 years later. Right. But my point of telling you this story was that in that clip, right. if you watch it as I've watched, I haven't watched it in a while, but I remember watching right. it hundreds of times back then when it happened. Absolutely. There's a moment where Mike sits back in his chair and kind of looks at me and looks at Dog and starts smiling like, wow, this kid actually may have something. You could nah. see him feel that. He liked you. And that was liked. the first time that anybody ever outside of myself truly believed in me. So I, I just thought it was interesting and you brought that up. I don't know why I was thinking times that. before he got on the fan from CBS. What's that? Mike. He was what turned was down saying? like 20 times. Oh, yeah. And, well, I, yeah, I know his story too, right? He, he used to bang on the door trying to get on yeah. the air. He wanted and to that, be on the air. That's why he says that now, but he was always looking for a partner. His ratings were better the first time around. His ego got to him. He's better with a partner. His sense of humor, everything's better. You could do it alone, but he really needs a partner. No, I think but, I think everybody's better with a partner. I totally agree with you on that one. And for somebody who played baseball, and never played football, his understanding of when I played division division two, big deal. Point is, he really understands it incredibly well. I don't. I, don't I think you're right. I don't think there's anybody that was more knowledgeable. Yeah. I always say this: Dog was my favorite entertainer. I don't oh, think yeah. anybody was as knowledgeable as Mike ever. Right. I want to quickly jump on the Mets. I'm a Yankee fan, but you, you, you do. I. I don't. I wish I could see him more, but the times I do see you're great on this and why. You're just a big Mets fan. You're worrying. Uh, I, I, they have a, those two guys are going to, they're going to be okay. I think sure they have to worry about Scherz at the end of the year, make him, you know, be fresh. That's what happened last year. They play him too hard at the end of the year and then he doesn't show up for the playoffs as well as he could be. Um, I think they made a great pick on that Japanese pitcher. Uh, and the, and the, and the Yankees, um, I, I don't know why they didn't go for, uh, what's his name? Uh, he pitched yesterday and pitched really good. I was told his hair was long. He didn't want to cut it, but I don't know. Um, quickly on the uh, Jets, I always have to go back to the Jets. Uh, I think the be- I want to get your re- response on this. The best coach slash GM, and I'm not talking about the Dolphins, but he was not a coach of the Dolphins, and that, he didn't take Ryan. Uh, he, uh, your Atlanta Falcons did. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the best, I think, on both areas. Uh, what's your opinion on that? 
I'm curious. On Parcells? Yeah, and it's not just coaching. Obviously, Belichick is now. That. He made a mistake with the Dolphins. I, I love yeah, but Parcells. He, was, he wasn't the GM, but you're right. He, he should have grabbed Brian. Oh, if you remember, the Falcons tried to hire him. So I loved Bill Parcells since the days with that. the Giants. Loved him with the Jets. Yeah, no, Atlanta tried to hire him, and instead he went to Miami, and they end up taking Jake Long, and the Falcons get Matt Ryan. Major, yeah, major look, mistake. A Hall of Fame, but a lot of totally artists. Co- you can't correct. compare quarterbacks you, like they used to. Uh, you, I just no, want to call in and check in with you. Uh, you well, you, thank you, you Anthony. You're yeah, great, I, great job. Appreciate, appreciate the kind words, and thank you for taking the time to, to call, and we appreciate listening. I love Parcells as a coach. One of the first books I ever read was called The Final Season. I believe it was called The Final Season by Parcells. And it was talking about what was then his final season with the Jets. I just, I love the book. Look, I loved Parcells, like I said, before that. I love the relationship with Mike, um, all that stuff. But Parcells, I would put on the higher level as a coach, as a program builder, as opposed to a front office executive. I'd rather him pick the groceries and cook the meal. Not just cook the meal. Or not just pick the groceries. The combo of both. You cannot deny the program builder that he was. Whether it be with the Giants, with the Jets, with New England, with the Cowboys. They may not have gotten over the hump with all those teams, but he built them up to a more than respectable level. That, to me, is the sign of a great coach. He'll always be one of my favorites. Kevin is calling from Queens. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning, sir. How you doing, my brother? How are you, Kevin? I'm okay, man. Listen, Sal, um, on your way home, be careful, man. I was driving um, just driving this car on Long Island, S50, and... It's my foggy, bro. Like, be careful, yeah. you know, you're driving there. Yeah, well, you know, you uh, fortunately time. fortunately for me today, the commute is going to be a nice walk up the stairs. Oh, yeah? How come? Well, I'm, I'm doing the show from home today, if you must know. You're so nosy. Oh, man, go on. <laughs> yeah. I drove, well, I drove home late last night through that fog. It was dangerous. I didn't want to fall asleep at the wheel at 5 a.m. Yeah, yeah. But you know what, Sal? Um, one day... Now, I could have um, lied to you. I could have lied to you. You wouldn't have known the difference. But that's what I get for being honest. That's the truth. One day, um, I, when, when, when the time to to go home and rest, you know, enjoy life, your name deserves to be in the rafters, you know, like like, like in basketball like that. Sal Lakata. And, and, or probably you're going to end up with one of those golden jackets like, like they do in the NFL. No, you they don't do that. man. You're one of the kind. You, I, I, I think you're one of the last one left from from our time. You know, you have a bunch of talented young guys. Like I, I ambition to see Mike one day with his own show. Um, um, Brian McKay and all those guys. Um, like mm. Keith. You know. Mm. Um. So, um, is Marco with you tonight? Uh, yeah, Marco's here. Yeah. Uh, Marco, I just want you to know that I, um. I respect you and I appreciate you a lot. Like you're my favorite Yankee fan. Like, like you know how to respect the the rivalry. Like, come on, man. What? Why is it that some Yankee fans like are so focused on the Mexican struggles? Like, focus on the Houston Astros. That's your real problem. Well, like, themselves. Like I was listening to Keith. 
They, they get, everybody's worried about everybody else. A Yankee fan should be worried about the, the Yankees. Met fans should be worried about the Mets. I can't stand the back and forth nonsense. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, we are the major mix. We are set the fact that we're not perfect. We always got to go through a lot of challenges. Aren't you worried, aren't you worried about the Mets, though, Kevin? You got to be worried about them after this start. I, no? Yes. I'm worried, I'm worried about the offense. I'm worried about the I'm worried about the rotation. I'm very concerned, but I still believe in Buck. You know, in Buck we trust. Remember what I said last year? I keep saying the same thing. I believe in this team. If there's something different. There's no more weapons. There's no more like, you know, we're gonna we're gonna run it back like last year. Okay. Mark my words. Mark my words. I'm telling you today. I'm not gonna say that right. it is over, but uh, we're gonna bounce back from this. You oh, don't the, have the the NL East might be over, and thank you for the call, Kevin. Got to go because I want to get to Marco here. The NL East might be over, but it's not the good kind of over. And you know what's great is the song still pertains, but it just means that the Braves are actually going to win it. Like they can use it and, and flip it on me now, instead of it being a mocking NL East is over chant. It's a real one. The Braves are not losing that division. You know it, and I know it. It's unfortunate. But it's not. They're they're not losing the division. They're too good. They're too good. Now it doesn't mean that they're going to win the World Series or buzz through the playoffs, but they're not losing that division. I've seen enough through seven games to know. It's been an, uh, enough of a sample size now through six, seven games for each team. The Braves are not losing that division. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 